When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, my talkers, 5 o'clock on a Thursday. We're one hour and one day away from the weekend, which is a good feeling, you guys. Nice short work here, work week here with the Labor Day week. Let's sit back and enjoy the show with Julia and special guest host, Stephanie Hansen. Thank you so much, Grant. Um, if you're just joining us and driving home from work at 5 o'clock, there's three of you out there. Um, it's so funny <laughs> because I don't know who works. I mean, with the new work schedules and the flexibility people have, I wonder who works till five anymore. People work and they I drive know they home. do. I know they do. But here is the deal. Queen Elizabeth died um, probably today at like, what, two o'clock? Yeah, I think 630, 630 UK time, time um, probably about two o'clock our time. She was 96 years old. She worked up to the day, really... 48 hours before she died, she met the new prime minister, swore in Liz um, Truss. And so here's a couple things that are going on. So tonight is the kickoff of the NFL season, 2023, 22, 23. And it's a Thursday night game, and it's going to be on NBC, Paramount Plus, and Amazon. I think Amazon has football. Well, Amazon Prime has Thursday nights for the rest of the year. Now, I believe tonight, because it's the home, it's the first game of the season, you can. It's going right. to be nationally televised on NBC. So right. the rest of the season is covered by Amazon Prime for Thursday night football. Yes, you Got have it. to have Prime to watch it, but not tonight. Not tonight. tonight. So the kickoff between the Bills and the Ram, which Rams, which is scheduled for eight twenty, they will be doing a tribute to the Queen. Um, oh, that's cool. And, yes, and also um, the PGA Championship on Thursday suspended play. They're going to suspend play for tomorrow. Wow. Out of respect to Her Majesty, it's the BMW PGA Championship. Yes, yes. And they said out of respect, because you just mentioned the Crown is mm-hmm. stopping um, production. production. Yeah. Out of respect to, to Her Majesty and the Royal Family, play has been suspended at the BMW Championship in Wentworth Club for the remainder of Thursday, and flags at Wentworth Club will be lowered to half mass. Um, furthermore, no play will take place Friday and the facility will be closed. So that means you're probably going to be getting a first round Saturday, Sunday, and you might be watching that third round on Monday, Tuesday. You might be. Wow. The English Premier League. I'm sorry. Are we still talking about sports? Yeah. But these are all the people that are honoring the queen. (laughs) Sorry. And they're offering condolences. mean to be flip. I I know. (laughs) Just can't stand sports. Well, we talk. We love sports. Yeah, I know. The we two of you, sports. that's why I asked I played, if you were still talking. I played my first tennis doubles last night. Yes, I, I am. Pr- I, and I is, made it. The first time, I mean, like, I made since it. Since you pulled your hamstring hammy, butt. Whatever, whatever, everything inside. <laughs> and I made it. 
I was super excited last night. You beat our friend Lisa. I, I did. But she always looks better. And I said, you always look good. I get to play good and beat you once. And then the people next to us um, that were playing these guys, we our ball seemed to always go in their court. And um, the guy goes, my wife's a big fan. Oh, that's fun. Like, Just could hear my voice. But anyway. Anyway, other people that have issued condolences to the queen. Here's kind of some of the celebrity tweets. Mm-hmm. And this was a sweet one from um, Elton John. Oh, of course. Yeah. He said that um, along with the rest of the nation, I'm deeply saddened to hear the passing, excuse me, hear the news of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth passing. She was an inspiring presence to be around and lead the country through some of our greatest and darkest moments with grace, decency, and a genuinely caring warmth. Queen Elizabeth has been a huge part of my life since childhood to this day, and I will miss her dearly. Oh, that's sweet. Ozzy Osbourne, who we talked about yesterday, he tweeted out, I mourn with my country the passing of our greatest queen. With a heavy heart, I say it's devastating. The thought of England without Queen Elizabeth II. Here's me getting teary. Um, William Shatner, and it's Star Trek Day, I think, said he was very saddened to learn about the passing of Her Majesty. Uh, Maria Shriver had a bunch of tweets about it. She really, she's a good follow on Instagram too. Uh-huh. Very inspirational. Um, Victoria Beckham tweeted, today is a very sad day for the entire world. I'm deeply saddened by the passing of our beloved monarch, Her Majesty the Queen. She'll be remembered for her steadfast loyalty and service. And my thoughts are with the royal family at this time. Bette Midler. Can I say something funny yeah, before? Please. This is just happening on Twitter. Please. Um, it's going to be impossible to say the words King Charles without, without adding the, the word dog. Spaniel on the end. I know it without thinking <laughs> of the dog. That's why they added the third. There you go. They're just because King Charles the third, you don't feel like you're going to say Spaniel. But you if you say King Charles, you think of the dog. Spaniel. That's hysterical. That's and a the queen good, might like that. That's She loves her doggies. Yeah, that's right. Um, let's see. Bette Miller said we'll never see. Her like again, she was steadfast, staunch, and dedicated until the very end. 70 years of duty, unbelievable. And many, many, many other people are sending their condolences condolences to the family. So here's the new royal line of succession. King Charles III, and after him, Prince William, the Duke of Cambridge. It's said that the family... um, Queen Princess Anne and Princess Albert will probably get new titles. They say that about Prince William and Princess Kate are going to get new titles. Kind of add on some other things with the passing of the Queen. But so it would be King Charles III, then Prince William, then Prince George, his child, then Princess Charlotte, the second child, then Princess Louis, the third child, and then number five is Prince Harry, and then number six is um, Master Archie, um, Prince oh, little Archie. Yeah, and then number seven is Miss Lilibet. So there's the royal succession. I wonder what's happening. I wonder. Uh, Do you think they're holding hands? Do you think they're being no? Harry and I think William? Harry's in a corner alone, crying no. and regretting his life. I really want. <laughs> That's what I think, I really and want, I, it makes me sad. But I do think that. No, I really, really, really want his dad and his brother. To just the right now, the dad is he's flown. Remember, he's gone off because he has to practically pooped his pants because he's scared. 
Because now he's the king. I mean, he's the oldest person who's been crowned a monarch ever. Yeah. And he now a job he admittedly never really wanted or doesn't want, but will do because of allegiance to his country and his mother. I mean, he never was excited about being the future king. If you watch the crown, because that's my only information. But that's when he was a young child and he was Matt Smith, the actor, (laughs) who's now Darian Targaryen on the House of the Dragon on HBO Max. I think that's because Damon Targaryen, but close. I like Darian Targaryen. Uh, Darian rhymes too. Darian Targaryen. Oh my gosh. Well, we'll see. So yeah, he's already flown off because he has to go and do all these official things. So what's happening is William's in one corner of a giant room filled with art and old furniture and couches that have dog hair all over them because the corgis (laughs) have been jumping all over the furniture. And William is in another one corner of the room and Harry's in the other corner of the room. And all these people are going into the room and going out of the room and offering tea and crumpets and all the things. And they're just sitting there going, what the heck's next? And William is texting Kate. And Kate is planning her outfit. And Harry's texting Megan. All right, stop. And saying, are you coming? (laughs) Please. Drive is 16 hours, but you and the kids can make it. We can't get you another jet. Uh, Oh, my gosh. We can't afford it. No, we can't. Our Netflix deal hasn't come in yet. (laughs) Right, we've produced no content. Oh, you're so... You're so okay. Bad. Sorry, Parliament has stopped. Um, they have stopped today, and they won't work tomorrow. Um, a lot of things, everything stopped. Yeah, it's a big deal. Have you seen pictures outside Buckingham Palace? Are people still get no? There? But I would like to. I bet there's flowers. Remember oh, when yeah. Princess Diana oh, yeah. died, and the Queen went through and looked at all the stuff. I think that was like really profound for her. Mm. to because she wasn't necessarily at that point a big diana supporter and you can understand when your family gets divorced it's Mm -hmm. hard but i think at that point she knew that diana was the people's queen she was she was all right what else oh my gosh people what a day yeah you you this is going to be one of those days where you'll think of like where were were we Mm -hmm. where were we when Mm mm-hmm even if you don't even follow the royals and if you're, if you're not a royal watcher Mm-mm. and even if you don't think that uh, Prince Charles, the King Spaniel, you're so is on a plane. bad. Stop it. <laughs> I know I need you're to stop. So bad. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm making myself laugh, but I'm also, it's very disrespectful it's and that's so not my style. We are in a moment of trauma, sadness and grief. All right. And you know, Grant has taken the time to post on the Lori and Julia show page. Um, a look at Queen Elizabeth II, a royal life in pictures. And mm-hmm. boy, she was just so How young. How about her, pillow, her little hats, her pillbox so hats? And, and her little purse, and we knew And her stockings. And if she put the purse in a different hand, and what it meant, and her Ferragamos that aren't Ferragamos, they're another brand that she's worn every year since yeah. the beginning of time. Oh, and her great rain jackets that she wore, because it always rained. Always rains in England. And the jewels. And the other cool thing that we did post, and I brought this up earlier, if you get a chance, the third thing on the Lori and Julia show page, it says it's a a constant presence in a changing world by BBC News, and it's about a seven-minute long video, and it's just historical footage of her at every big moment that she's had in history. And it's, you know... They've they've been constant. Yeah, it's, it's... And it's just... If you're a fan of history in itself... 
just to see the people that she's sharing a room with and and it's unbelievable so that's that's another thing that i posted on there if you want to just kind of take a look at her history too so thank you grand and guess what time it is it's time for the dirt alert we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back this is a my talk dirt alert All right, Miss Holly, do you have some dirt for us today? Sure. You know, we're going to move away from the death of Queen Elizabeth II for a moment to catch you up on some hot gossip over in the world of Hollywood. Let's start with Harry Styles and his concert at Madison Square Garden last night, where he joked that he went to Venice to spit on Chris Pine. (laughs) That's funny. That's a great that's a great response. A wink and a nudge to all of the don't worry, darling press debacle drama where allegedly, supposedly, maybe Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine as they sat down to watch their movie at the Venice Film Festival. So a cheeky response very much from Harry today. Did you read that Chris Pine, in addition to Florence Pugh, won't be doing any press? I did not read that. But, you know, quite frankly, not surprising. Yeah. You know, Chris Pine had been keeping his distance from doing press for Don't Worry Darling. My Hollywood speak on Chris Pine's behavior this last weekend at the Venice Film Festival was like, well, I'm probably contractually obligated to show up at this thing and I'm just going to, you know, relax, let it happen. I'm not getting involved in this. I can't wait to actually see what anyone thinks about this movie. We already know. And do they like it? It's 49 or 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, and these are the top That's critics. not good. Nope. So it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh-huh. It's fine. Now, uh, Olivia Wilde showing up on the cover store, uh, October cover of Vanity Fair magazine, and she is addressing the rumors that she left Jason Sudeikis for Harry Styles. She says that's complete horse bleep, that I left Jason for Harry. Our relationship was long over before I met Harry. Olivia Wilde adds, like any relationship that ends, it doesn't end overnight. This is that's a very true statement. Yeah. So yeah. I just I'm I feel like she shouldn't be talking right now. Yeah. But this cover I'm sure was done a long time ago. It's a magazine. Well, right. I don't think that Olivia Wilde's people could have seen the sideways public relations nightmare that she's been dealing with for the past couple of weeks since she did that interview with Variety. That she created, right. Yeah, then Shia LaBeouf called her out for the statement she made to Variety. So what was going to be a nice, pleasant public relations rollout for this movie has turned into quite the mess. I will say, though, her outfit on the Venice red carpet was amazing. Florence Pugh's? No. Oh, um, I like Florence Pugh's. Oh, I, I'm not a yellow fan. Oh, the yellow. She looked like a chandelier. She was beautiful. Custom Gucci. Yeah, yeah, it was hot. That's what she was wearing. Uh, here's a book that we should be paying attention to. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
two coming out next week. Jan Wenner's memoirs. Oh, wow. Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone on the cover of the Rolling Stone, yes. among other things. Well, he's penned a memoir, Julia, and he's dishing. Do you think oh. I'll get moved down the bestseller list because of Jan's <laughs> book, True North Cabin Cookbook? I'll fall down a few notches. I, I feel like <laughs> Stephanie. I don't want that to I don't happen. want to compete with Jan, but you know. <laughs> Different categories, Stephanie. Yes, Holly, yes. Categories. <laughs> I would still be number one in Midwest cooking. That's right. That is right. But um, let's uh, let's cover some of the anecdotes that Jan Wenner is dishing about in his upcoming memoir Please. called Like a Rolling Stone. It's out September 13th. So he is talking about that picture of Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie and her son Maddox on the Namibian beach in the mid-2000s, 2005 to be precise. Do you guys remember that picture? Yes, Mm-mm. I do. Well, in case you forget, yes, Julia, you, the gossip uh, expert you are. No, only on those two. <laughs> well, uh, on quite a few things. Uh, you, you, know right. your, you know your business, but Thank this you. is the picture of Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie on the beach, and they're carrying some toys. Brad Pitt is playing with little Maddox, now uh, Angelina Jolie's son. Now, this picture was taken while Brad Pitt was still technically with Jennifer Aniston. They had just done filming Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and there were rumors that these two were hot and heavy on the set of that movie. Yep. Well, now we're getting the behind-the-scenes story of that picture, and who tipped off the paparazzi that these people were going on vacation in Africa? Who? Angelina Jolie. Oh, of course she. Okay, did. she's a witch. Um, <laughs> oh, Lori's not here, so here we no, go. <laughs> no, she's a witch because there's a big story right now about how um, she's just an evil person. Ooh. I'm Ooh. sorry. Well, here's the everyone de- thinks she does. Uh, you know, she's she's got she has her own agenda. Well, you're, regardless of your opinion of Angelina Jolie, she does handle her own public relations and she does handle but her he, own image. But he, he, they were still together. Brad Pitt was still with Jennifer Aniston and and his new girlfriend. Tips off Rolling Stone. Yeah, so here's the story. I love that this came out. According to Jan Winner. So Jan Winner, in addition to uh, co-founding Rolling Stone magazine in the mid-2000s, he was the publisher of Us Weekly. Stars, they're just like us. And so he said that the photographer was tipped off where Angelina, uh, Julie, and Brad Pitt were staying, but also given details about the time of their daily walk, along with a suggestion of where they could be secretly photographed. Jan Wenner writes that we got the photo and we got the proof and we had the worldwide scoop, the debut of Brangelina, and he writes that the tipster was Angelina. Oh. Can we just... Okay. Oh, she... It's very... She speaks for herself. She has no friends. None. She's just with the kids. None. There's nobody in Hollywood that speaks highly of her. Nope. Her mother's dead, sadly. Yep. Her father, she has no relationship nope. with. Her ex-husband, who they drank the blood of each other, Johnny, what's his butt, they're still talking. But The she, English one they talk. Johnny but, Lee Miller. Yeah. But yeah, the so, Goliath guy, they don't. Oh. I mean, he's still... What's his name? Billy Bob Brad. Thornton. Okay. All right. You just you look around and you go, huh? This is there's a rat. 
Well, here, there's a rat. Here are some other stories that Jan Winner is talking about. He is saying he's not giving us exactly the name of this celebrity, but page six is inferring the identity of this person that Jan Winner is identifying. So in the mid 2000s, we're staying there with Us Weekly, saying that one of the magazine's earliest scoops was a paparazzi photo of an actress kissing Justin Timberlake on a surfboard. Now, I think you guys can guess who the actress is. Do you remember this photo? It's not Justin Cameron. Cameron. Cameron Diaz. Yes. It was Cameron Diaz, Julia. Oh, See, you. look, there you go. Your <laughs> oh, mid 2000s happening again. Yes. And I wanted to give her a new name, like Cameron. <laughs> well, it's just is it's tomato tomato, Julia. Yeah. So Jan Winner doesn't specifically mention Cameron Diaz by name in his memoir, but it seems that he's referring to this photograph of Justin Timberlake and Cameron Diaz kissing on a surfboard while vacationing in Hawaii in 2006. And Jan Winner is saying that this actress was, quote, unpleasant to deal with, claiming that this actress even told one of Us Weekly's researchers at the time, quote, I hope you get cancer. Oh, Oh, lovely. Yes. That's lovely. Yes. So Cameron Diaz was none too happy about being the subject of paparazzi in the mid-2000s. Now, she and JT eventually broke things off in 2007. She's with one of the Madden brothers. He's with Jessica Biel. So everything is... Both are happy. Both are happy, and they moved on. Uh, As far as Tom Cruise, Jan Winner has to say this... Oh, 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 oh. That uh, he writes one of, uh, of one of Rolling Stone's profiles for which a reporter was allowed to meet Tom Cruise his mom and sister and go on a guided tour of the Scientology Center with Tom Cruise. Uh, Jan Winner writes, it seems like he was opening up and in the end he said nothing. He, Tom Cruise, thoroughly deflects because you walk away thinking that you know the guy, but all you know is that he's here as a confident and extremely polite man and he wouldn't even reveal whether he was for, or, you know, who he liked for president at the time. So he makes you feel like you know him. But you walk away knowing nothing. That's an art. That is an art. That is an art. And he has excelled in that. And that's why everyone who works with him says he's the greatest person in the world. They know nothing about his personal life. Um, But he compliments people. He makes you feel like you're great. This is what I've heard. Not from personal experience. And yet you get nothing. That is an art. He's brilliant at it. Well, and we've seen that Tom Cruise, you know, he's moved away from any kind of focus with his personal life. He's the world's number one movie star. He's going to fly on a biplane and he's going to wave at you and he's going to make you feel good. So he's doing that again, like Jan Winner said, to deflect from who he actually really is. Yeah, he, he didn't want you to know. And finally, I'm going to leave you with this anecdote. Bob Dylan. Jan Winner says uh, that he interviewed him for decades for Rolling Stone, but he said that he's not good at shaking people's hands. Jan Winner said of Bob Dylan, if you did, he let his hand stay motionless in your palm as if you were holding a dead fish. It was unnerving and would make you all the more awkward being with him. So he says of Bob Dylan. Hmm. So, well, I mean, you can see that. He seems like he's socially awkward. <laughs> but if you not, if you don't grip a hand, that's not as bad as telling someone where to show up, show up for a photo shoot when you're married to the birth, someone else. <laughs> okay. Angelina Jolene wins. T- tomato, tomato. Oh, Thank, you. Right. Thank you for that, Holly. You're welcome. That was good dirt today. It really was. Wow. And I believe every word of it. I do, too. <laughs> Grant, Grant, what's happening out there with the traffic? Welcome back, everybody. All right, so that was some juicy juice. I got to tell you guys a couple other things, okay? Um, Let's see. 
about Angelina Jolie or have we <laughs> no. moved on? Because I'm still stuck there. Who does that? <laughs> well, okay. It's, it's, who is still not divorced? <laughs> Good point. Like, just be done. The bitterness, the bitterness and whatever it is, be done. It's no whatever. one needs Mm-mm. to have this go on. And for the kids, be done for your kids. Just be done. She be can't. done. She can't. She can't. As a child of she a divorced family, if it was done. still going on, it's what eight years. Since 2016? How okay, many years yeah, is that? That's, uh, well, 2016. It's six years. Yeah, If I mean, honestly, my parents hated each other in the moment, got divorced, got remarried, ended up hanging out together, celebrating, like, a lot can happen in a life. Let's just be done. Agreed. All right, pass, okay, pass, I'm still pass. struggling. No, I, I have to, I can't talk about it because... It gets my blood pressure up. Well, and I wonder what Lori's going to think about it because Lori is a big Angelina defender. She'll and figure out a way to defend Va- Von Werner, <laughs> or whatever the guy from Jan. Rolling Stone's name is. She's Jan also a huge fan of his. I know it. I know it. It's going to be very conflicting for Miss Lori. All right. Here's a couple other things that are happening. Um, Serena Williams playing in the U.S. Open was the most watched. It was fantastic. Um, it was the most. I had no idea what was going on. Yep. Yeah. Oh. I did. But yeah, was I was wishing you. Ever. I was trying to channel you in my brain. It's the most watched tennis telecast on ESPN ever. I there was an amazing, amazing the women's tennis. It, it's amazing. Um, um, it this Polish girl. Her name is I, Iga um, Swiatek. I can't pronounce her. It's name. okay. I'm just going to say it. She played against Jessica. Pagula, whose parents own the Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. um, in the most amazing tennis match last night. I've never seen women hit the ball and be so athletic. The women's tennis is so much more fun than the men's right now because the the men that are left are big servers and they don't do a lot of volleying. Yeah, and you know, hitting back and forth as the women. That would tennis match. I have not seen tennis. A lot of volleying versus aces. Yes. And I love a good volley. At that level, because neither of these women could really serve. Yep. And what they say, the reason, but it's to their detriment, the reason why Serena would have so much success for such a long term, she could serve aces. So when you're in trouble and you need to get out of something, if you can serve one serve and they can't get it, it's called an ace, Mm -hmm. you get the point automatically. And she always could pull an ace out of her hat. Right. And these two women that just played really don't have that talent. Mm -hmm. And no one really has it like Serena did. Yep. So that is another thing that women are going to have to develop if they want to have, you know, the longevity of Serena get get some better serving. Mm -hmm. But the tennis has been so great, the women's tennis to watch. So I just want to tell people that. Yeah, check it out. They're looking for something. Yeah. If your phone, if you wake up and your phone... Is alive. Oh, here we go. Alive, and you push on buttons, uh-huh. and nothing happens. And nothing happens. Oh, you whoa! Nothing, and you can't turn your phone off oh, when you're pushing on the other buttons. I know this how to turn off a Mac and do a hard reset on an iPhone. I'm just going to tell people this because we've all, most of us have them. To do a hard reset, if your phone won't shut off mm-hmm. and it's glitching, yep. You push the volume up button. Yep. And then you push the volume down button. Yep. And then you push the power in button. Yeah, all of them at the same time. Hold all three of them. Yep. It's like control, alt, delete. Yep. You mm-hmm. should do that 
Uh, I would say once a week on your phone. I never knew that. Oh, yeah. You I should. mean, my phone literally did nothing. In the last week, I feel like I'm talking on the phone to someone else, but I hear Siri saying other things to me. So I thought, <laughs> my okay, my phone died. You know? And yeah. so I went You need in, a new iPhone. I don't. I went in. But so that's just a little thing I learned today. And then the phone now works great after you reset I'm it. not saying anything. <laughs> my phone calls people randomly. I don't know if that happens to you guys. I... Nope. I, I, mine's it, possessed. It, it, mine's not possessed. I have a problem where when I put it in my shorts, if I don't shut the screen or lock the screen, and it, like my thigh will touch it and mm-hmm. will start calling people. So it it's, does. it's on my own accord. And sometimes it's people you don't want to talk to. No, that's sometimes I video the inside of my bag. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> where you get a five-minute video of your bag. <laughs> there you go. It's good looking. It's good looking. I heard Michael Bublé's um, concert was the bomb. Oh, did you hear about uh, one of our coworkers' experience over at KS95? No. So Hutch, who at KS, Michael Bublé came off stage. Not this was not planned through the station or anything. Came off stage, sat on his lap, and sang the main like his the the song that Jason always plays. They sang the song together last night. It's a beautiful day. That one. Yeah. Are you kidding? I am not. Hutch last night. What row was he in? He was right in row one. Right. There. so many better perks across the aisle <laughs> than we get. They really do. And the all whole night, he was making eye contact with Michael, and they were coming back and forth, and like they would do like the you know like you take your two fingers and point right, at each I other. See I see you, you see me, and then eventually like. Michael Bublé looked at him and said, I got you. And Hutch is like, okay. And then next song, there he is down there, literally like sitting on his lap. That's funny. Singing with him. I heard it was a great show. I heard it was great too. Um, What other things did I write down besides, before the queen died? Died, yes. Um, Venice Film Festival is happening and a Bill Polad movie got a 10 minute standing ovation. Nice. He likes to do movies on musicians. Uh. Okay, I because wish he would like to do movies on canoeists. It's called Dreaming Wild. <laughs> and um, he, this is his sophomore musical film because he did the Brian Wilson biopic. Oh, that was Love so and good. Mercy. Have you seen that? Loved. It was great. Yeah. And now his latest stars um, Ben Affleck's younger brother. Um, whatever. Oh, Casey. Casey Affleck. Mm-hmm. It stars... Um, it's called Dreamin' Wild. Yeah, Dreamin' Wild. And it stars some other good people in it. Um, but it was it's supposed to be really good. It got a 10-minute standing ovation, so that's kind of fun. It's supposed to be very, very good. Uh, Walter Goggins, the Thank guy. You. That's who right. Was, I love Walter Goggins. Yeah, he's great. Bo Bridges is yep. in it. Bo Bridges, the other side of the mountain. Noah Jupe, who's the British actor, and he was in A Quiet Place mm-hmm. as the little kid. Yes. I liked that movie. So this is supposed to be a great movie. Zoe Deschanel is in it. Yeah. So they were on the red carpet if you're following the Venice Film Festival. I think that's really cool. He's local. Yeah. He, um, you know, I have a connection. To Bill Pollard? I hired his company to film our commercials when I worked at Carlson Travel. Oh, that's there you cool. Go. And we went to um, Miami together and to film commercials. And the sun barely came out. And we're filming you know, beautiful commercials about vacations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, that's hard to do. And we, you know, we're a major travel company and we put him up and up in the most minimalist hotel ever possible. <laughs> oh, that sounds like <laughs> a move from that family. So delightful. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, where's the sun? We had to use aluminum foil reflectors trying to find sun. I mean, it was really nutty. It was <laughs> really funny. funny, but he's a great guy. So congratulations to them. Yeah. And this movie comes out 
I think in the it's Dreaming Wild, and it's about. Um, I'm not going to tell you. That's okay. But when we come back, we have a caller that just I just spoke with that we should talk to. Yes, she has a really cool story about her mother and Queen Elizabeth. Oh, I Fun. can't wait to hear it. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Okay, so Grant has talked to Lisa. the Queen's secretary. <laughs> yeah. Lisa is on the phone right now. The Queen <laughs> passed away, and we've been really just talking about what this means, how much she meant to us all day. And so now, Lisa, you <laughs> tell us your connection. <laughs> <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Kind of a far, it's kind of a stretch. Grant might have misconstrued the connection a little bit. He's working real hard to with <laughs> okay. me here, so super sweet. So my mom is a Minnesotan. Her best friend was English. They met as pen pals in high school. And so I traveled back and forth to England with my mom to see her pen pal Judy many, many, many times. And we even went to see the Crown Jewels and the Towers of London. Oh. And so with the Queen's passing, um, it just made me kind of feel like I lost my mom and her best friend again because they died within six months of each other. Oh, no. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. So I'm sweet. so and sorry. And I thought maybe Steph might want to write another book about their relationship because it's pretty... It's a pretty it sounds pretty story. incredible. It really is incredible. So if you want to get together stuff and get some details. We can write a movie, too. There you go. Judy. So Judy was um, the pen pal in England? Correct. And what was your mom's name? Kitty. We called her Kitty. Oh, I love a Kitty. Oh, don't you love a Kitty? So they were pen pals forever. And did, you know, that probably really strikes home when you think about the Queen's passing because of all the history that you guys had. All the history. We even ran into Princess Anne on a platform to catch a train one time. She's like, take a picture over my shoulder. And there was Princess Anne um, in my photo. So she really knew the history of the monarchy and the royal family, like, to a T. So it, was just, it just holds a special place in my heart. Um, oh. Don't you think there'll never be, like, another person like her? Never. Or my mom or Judy, either. They're all very And why? Why do you think, because like Julie and I have been friends a thousand years, but what is it that we as modern women lack or don't have that we are so nostalgic for when we look at our, our elder family members and friends? I think because they were polar opposites. My Judy was kind of a you know funny Brit and my mom was kind of a stoic Catholic. And so they were polar opposites <laughs> and just clicked. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think some of what you're saying is because we're too selfish. Maybe like we kind of just grew like we grew up in a different time, but yet we sort of revere the time before us and the people that were 
successful in their duties and yeah. service. Yeah, service, yeah, I guess, so I think more than more anything service else. Oriented. Oh, Lisa, I'm sorry for your loss. I like knowing that Kitty and Judy were buddies and that you got to go and travel over to England. And um, thank you for listening so much. Absolutely, you guys. It's my day every day. So thank oh. you so much. Oh, thank you. What's so hard when your mom passes? I mean, you it is know so that. hard when your when mom passes. Yes. Passes and then my dad passed, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a complete orphan. Are you an only child? I'm no. not. Okay. I have um, two sisters, a deceased sister, and a half sister, and two half brothers. Okay. Okay. Yours, um, mine, and ours. But there was never an ours. Uh, no, just yours and mine. Yours and mine, no, and ours because um, my dad had oh, two boys. Right. You're right. There is. So one. I have. Yes. I I just had a niece. Like my brothers are having children, right? Which is fun. I but, believe it. And my stepmom, their mom, yes. is the same age as my husband. Yes. So it's all just kind of cozy in that way. I love it. Yeah, it's fun. I love it. I love it. Okay, so Grant, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah. I thought we were talking to the Queen Anne. I know. I um, know. I, that was funny because I talked to her briefly on the phone. She's got a delightful voice and I love. Oh, yeah. I love just thinking of back in the day of pen pals and waiting for letters. Did you ever have a pen pal? I I, I did. I think for a second we too. had to do something in school. Oh, but I, had, I, I had a camp pen pal. Like yeah, girl, at camp. I was camp. just going to say, yeah, a, you'd write a, letters at camp. Yep, I met a girl at camp. Uh, Jacqueline Swedro, that is her name. What she was camp? Camp Foley up by uh, in by, by Brainerd up there. Okay. And, sure. and it's on the Whitefish chain. But she came from St. Louis, Missouri. And we were boyfriend and girlfriend that one summer. Oh, yeah. And, oh. and we kept writing oh. letters okay, back and forth. Mm-hmm. And she was in St. Louis and I've never found her. I've searched on Facebook just to like randomly see who she yeah. is 20 years, 30 years later. Never been able, but I still have like a couple of these letters at my parents' house that we exchanged back and forth. It's something cool about that. Mm-hmm. A Who was woman, your pen pal? A woman reached out to me that saw me on TV uh, that was my sixth grade camp counselor at uh, Mount Olivet Camp. I love that. Oh, I and love that. She sent me a picture of her and we communicated on Facebook and she was like, had the exact same face. You know, I just totally remembered her. It was really, it was interesting. I like uh, pen pals. I like the idea of writing letters. I do, I do too. Oh, getting something in the mail is, you know, it's like a present, you know, and it's not a bill or a something yeah. you bought on mm-hmm. Amazon. But when you get a letter from someone, like my grandma used to write, going back to the queen and these pen pals, my grandma, I still have every single card she sent me for my birthday, Valentine's Day, ha- Halloween. Oh, and you're, so you're nice. And she would write it in perfect cursive, you guys. Okay, like, that was my second part. Perfect Who, cursive. Like, I had to write, well, I have to write my names when I'm signing books. Yes. I cannot write anymore. Like, I you can't do cursive? I can barely, it's practically illegible. It's embarrassing. I, I just, do you write ever? I always write. I yeah, write I am show. not a writer. I, I write, not. I have to write to learn. Yeah, I, that's good because I just I have, have lost the skill of handwriting. Too. I write all the time. You, I have notebooks from this show. I yeah. take notes on the show, things that we've said. Yeah, I never Yon write. Winters, Angelina Jolie, Namibia, Liar. Are you uh, writing in cursive? Or are you? I write in cursive. Yeah, okay. I write all the time. I, it's a true fact. If you you can learn, people learn better when you take notes, not on your laptop, oh, yeah. but in writing. They've okay. noticed that. Yeah, with kids these days, yep. they've t- done studies that have shown 
that kids that take notes on their iPads or on their computers versus writing them down, it, it actually shows that you take in the, the, the material better by Way writing Way better it if down. you write. Well, that's yeah. a helpful parenting hack right yeah. there. Right there. Thank you. That was free. Okay, so here's some sweet news. So okay. the queen is going to be laid to rest next to her parents with Prince Philip being moved to join her. So apparently... Um, He's been in holding? He kind of has. The remains of Prince Philip, who passed away last April of 2021, are still at the Royal Vault at St. George Chapel. Oh, waiting for her. Uh Will they be buried together? Um, Well, let me just see here. The burial is expected to take place after... Let's see here. Um, While you're reading, my stepdad has my mom's ashes, and he's been waiting to put them in his casket with him. Oh, oh, I love that. Like that is the cutest. Oh my it's god, been years, and he he's had a girlfriend since, and he is held on to my mom, and he's gonna put her in the casket with him. Oh, did he give you ashes of your own? I didn't need them. Yeah. I had a sister that did want some, and yeah. he did. But I had a hard time with that when my dad died. I feel like because we got everyone's ashes personal and about people it. Like to spread them different areas, and I thought that was disrespectful. People have really different ideas yeah. about it. Yeah. I feel like once you're done, you're done. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yep. Wherever you are, I'm either in your heart or you're not. That's a good point. Yeah, but yeah, ashes are a weird thing. They are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They really. And are. I'm curious because they're holding him, so they're holding him to put her parents, King George. The sixth, who died in 52, Queen Elizabeth and the Queen Mother, who died in 2002, as well as her sister, Princess Margaret, who also died in 2002, have each been laid to rest at King George VI Memorial Chapel. And um, they're going to be, the Queen will be buried next to the family and he will be with them, I believe. Yeah. I love it. What a love story, thank, too. Thank you, Stephanie, for it hanging out with us. It was great. I'm sorry that we had to talk about the sadness of the royal monarchy. No, but and you're a great person to talk about it, it was with. fun to and talk Lori about her. Is and Lori sad she can't be here. I know it because she sent us a bunch of texts. Um, and um, tomorrow we have... Patrick Richardson. The, the Lone 